My name is Neighbor John, and I'm an OG Hundy Pete. This OG Hundy P Spotlight episode of Humble and Fred is proudly brought to you by Bodog, the Retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan, Aaron Ventures, evnet.ca, and GoDaddy. Really, what is the best of Humble and Fred? I'd argue it's you, the listener. And is there a more loyal and valued listener than an OG Hundy P? I'm talking to OG Hundy P's, shining a spotlight on them, learning what makes them tick. The man, the myth, the legend. I'm actually talking to the neighbor John right now. <clears throat> you are. Yes, you are. <laughs> That's wild because uh, I am also an OG Hundy P. And that means I've heard, <clears throat> let me check my uh, list here. Yeah, I've heard about 163 references by Fred Patterson to neighbor John. And there's only one neighbor John, and that's you. That's it. <laughs> so now, I guess in the, in go, the, oh, in the uh, Hundy P. Um, so when Fred was off, he was also doing a blog, and he also did some of that. Is that uh, a Hundy well, P plus or what? That's a bonus round there. Uh, I actually there. helped Freddie P with Canadian Thinker. So uh, in fact, <laughs> I remember at the very beginning we said, "Okay, it's fifty fifty uh, partnership," and then at some point, I guess he talked to a lawyer. Or maybe he talked to his neighbor, John, and I got this maybe like sweet, <laughs> a sweet call from Fred where um, just we, we're not really partners. I'm just like a, <laughs> a guy helping him with the problem. Anyway, which is all good. But uh, go 51 49. Anyway, <laughs> that would have been a hot tub discussion. It went from 50 50 to like 100 zero very quickly there. <laughs> but neighbor John. OK, so normally I would find out, you know, how you discovered the podcast. But I feel like I can guess the answer. But just for the record. How did you discover that Humble and Fred were starting uh, their podcast regularly in 2011? So 2011. So I guess just knowing Fred, um, usually Leaf Games, whatever, um, his previous radio experience, his previous time off. So it was kind of a natural. Sure. um, the natural evolution don't, don't even really remember other than we're going to try this and do this i mean that was about it so. and you're there for it because uh not only are you neighbor john but i mean we've heard fred talk about other neighbors that he doesn't sound very friendly with at all but uh you guys were <laughs> you guys were buds or are buds well, I as, say. as far as the neighbor goes um we were we were there first we were the original owners of the house we had good neighbors where, where Fred had purchased, I think when Fred and Delise moved in, he must have thought he was either living beside the Beverly Hillbillies or 
Eight is enough. Or I have six children. Oh yeah, good for which, you. Which means when you have six children, you have thirty-five bicycles and <laughs> oh, I know. old yeah. cars, and and I think Fred and Elise came from a quieter part of town, and and I'm sure they both shook their heads, but uh, <laughs> but we hit it off famously right from the beginning. What year is it when Freddie P moved in next door to your old place there? And then we'll find out why it's your old place. But what year was that? So I'm no good at years. Um, so I moved in in 88 and I had neighbors for, I want to say, six, seven years. Mm. Then Fred moved in and yeah, I couldn't even Mid-90s guess. Mid-90s or something. So here's the big question. Yeah. Prior to Freddie P becoming your next door neighbor, had you listened to Humble and Fred on 102.1? Well, I knew of um, I knew of one hundred two point one. I did know of Humble and Fred. Um, I did, you know, and I've had this discussion before. You know, growing up in. <clears throat> by the way, I am a Etobicoke boy. So nice. What part of Etobicoke? <laughs> well, the the ironic part is their first studio was there on Thirteenth Street, Thirtieth, Thirtieth Street. Sorry, if you walked, I don't know, two hundred yards to the south, that was my house. Wow. Okay. Well, that's there's all. Um, little, Long Branch on the corner. Is that Long so, Branch? Um. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Or, or um, Alderwood. So, so we immigrated. My dad worked at Goodyear. Um. Sure. I lived on Twenty Seventh Street, Thirtieth Street. I went to James's Bell, John wow. English, so, all that. I'm in New Toronto right now. Like I'm literally <laughs> in the neighborhood New Toronto, which of course and my kids are on Sixteenth Street. So there you go. Okay, brother, we should talk when I finish recording because uh, you're in my hood all the time. That's amazing. Okay, so uh, Freddie P moves in. You become fast friends. You're now neighbor John. And, of course, you're there for the ride. Uh, you know, you already uh, are going to be on board for even those uh, the one-off shows we would, do, we would do in, like, 2006 and 2007. But you're there yep. for 2011. Uh, you're a bit different here being the neighbor, but I, I guess I'll find a little information out about you. For example, uh, why are you no longer Freddie P's neighbor? So we were there about 30 years. Um, circumstance, this is before COVID, pre-COVID. Uh, I have a machine shop. I'm a tool and die maker. And my lovely wife has always been searching somewhere for a shop. Um, my shop was in Mississauga, then it was in Bolton. She found a property in the country that happened to have a shop on it. Uh, it was 600 volts, yeah. Anyway, um, so things just lined up for us uh, for work. And the, like I, the, the worst part about leaving where I was was one neighbor, and that's Freddy neighbor P. Fred. How often do you see Fred now that you don't live right next door? So he, I also have a little cottage up in Leaf near Owen Sound where all the hockey stuff's going on. So he actually come up a couple weeks ago for the weekend. I stopped in, I, I stopped in last week. Okay. He still gets my mail for me. Nice. Um, so yeah, whenever we can get together, we get together. How do you listen, John? Like, uh, do you watch live on Facebook? Do you listen to it as a podcast? Like, what podcast app would you use? What time of day? Like, give me a typical uh, listening experience for you. Right. So, um, for me, um, it's a little bit uh, different, only in that I do a lot of work in the States. Uh, most of my work is uh, uh, a drive to Cleveland, a drive to Ohio. Uh, Bowling Green down to Tennessee. 
So I, when I go see my customers and do deliveries, I definitely uh, have like eight hours of listening available. So I'll let them stack up and right. I'll just binge them. And when I get bored, I'll just go to something else and come back and yeah. Okay, you say go to something else. Uh, are there any other podcasts that you listen to, Neighbor John? So there's no other regular podcasts. Um, the ones I will listen to is usually recommended, you know, if uh, they're talking about SmartList or yourself. Um, I've caught a couple of yours. Okay, what did you think of Toronto Mike? I need to ask Neighbor John what he thought. Excellent. Uh, I always just, I guess like a car crash, I always go for the... Topical things, you know, when you, when you, when you're you're um when you're out there talking about some issues. Right. I think there's one podcast you put up and you said I might be taking this one down in a week, so I dump all over those. <laughs> okay, I know who that is. I know who that okay. is. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so I go for the car accident <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh, it's okay. You know what? That always draws a crowd, right? It's the uh... yeah, yeah. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you it sounds like you uh, you'll let them pile up and you'll binge them on these road trips. Amazing that yep. uh, Humble and Fred are the voice of the road trips. Now I know this is tough for you because you're personal friends with Fred and you're the your neighbor John for goodness sakes. But is there is there ever any like subject matter on Humble and Fred where you think maybe I'll fast forward this chat or this segment? <clears throat> well, the good part about the at least when I'm in my vehicle. You don't have. You can fast forward, but you can still hear it if you know what I'm talking about. So okay, um, I can go plus one and a half, plus two. Right. Um, I I I have a great affinity affinity yeah. for. I do do a lot of work with U.S. customers, and I have a lot of U.S. friends. Um, so I guess the only one thing would be the U.S. bashing. I'm not saying it's bashing, but sometimes you know I. I go to a lot of parts in the U.S. I also go to a lot of parts of Canada, and we're pretty much the same people. And sometimes I, I'll do, I'll just zoom a little bit forward so I don't get depressed. That's all. Right, because you don't think they should uh, toss the baby out with the bathwater. <laughs> well, sometimes, like uh, some of my friends actually listen to Humble and Fred in the U.S. Wow! Right, so okay. I kind of got to protect them a little <laughs> bit too, right? I, you know, because we Canada does get a bit of a, you know. We get a bit of a bad name in the U.S., just like the U.S. has a bad name in Canada. And if you're going to generalize about everything, it's it's really not fair. So that's about it. And really, when you step back and look at that, it's more of it's almost like a sibling rivalry. Like we had the same parents, like we're siblings because we had the same parents. Whereas our like our uh, rebellious big brother, if you will, took up like arms to get their independence from their parents. Right. It's like let's fight. I want to be independent. We just kind of. In Canada, we just went to Queen Victoria, and I think we nicely said, would you be okay if we were independent? And the Queen says, as you wish, young boy. Like, it's such a completely different, like, uh, but we're still siblings. Yeah, and there's, like, there's there's people, there's rednecks, and there's rednecks in Canada. I don't want to break the news to you. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> they just—they're just not living in Toronto. The rednecks. We've uh, well, of course, yeah. <laughs> but we—we we don't have rednecks in Toronto. We have uh, white trash in Toronto. It's uh... whatever you want to call. It. They're everywhere, so it's okay. <laughs> along with everybody. So going along with uh, Fred Ball and Fred on Fred, I have a Fred, or I have a John on Fred and Dan story that my hockey team still talks about today. 
Okay, neighbor John, I need this story in uh, all its glory. Let's hear it, buddy. So I I, I have a business, a tool and die business, as uh, we talk once in a while. Um, so we arranged a, a like a little fundraiser hockey game, which was my company, which was small at the time, and a larger um, steel company that was one of my customers. So we had got the ice at the old barn in Brampton, we were short of guys, and I had sort of met Fred and known him a year or two. And then I understood that Fred played hockey, Howard played hockey. Dan Duran was in the mix just after, not on the mix, in the mix just after, you know, I knew him from the Dee, Dee Petty show. So I said, you guys want to play on my team? And that was kind of a, I mean, I don't think it was a big deal for <clears throat> Fred and Dan, they probably forgot all about it, but mm-hmm. it was definitely a big deal for me because my customer, who's like you imagine a steel company, right? Um, and John's going to bring you know Ed from Humble and Fred and Dan Duran from the D Petty Show. Like right. this, is, in my world, I was a big shot. You know, I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, whatever. So we we play. <clears throat> I'm not going to knock. So I'll pretend I'm one of my teammates. Okay. Is is Duran ever coming off the freaking ice? <laughs> Which is fine. So we played and then, you know, we had three lines at that point. We're we're shuffling them pretty quick, except for whatever reason Dan's on for five minutes. But that was fine. He was Dan he's Dan Duran. He got away with it. Which was fine. So we headed over to Turtle Jacks. Um don't know if it's still there, but Turtle Jacks on Highway Ten. Um money was you know, money was tight at the time, but we splurged um, wings and beers. You know, we had pictures of beers, and we're at Turtle Jacks, and we're up on the <clears throat> there's a pedestal there. So we got a you know I don't know Turtle Jacks was known for its wings, so we get asked forty wings and forty wings, and we're all sitting around and people are chit chatting, and I'm like the star because I brought stars right, right for so. <clears throat> The wings get all eaten. The beers are drinking. The beers are done. I get half the tab, and my customer picks up the other half. Thank goodness, because I don't think my visa would have took it. <laughs> anyway, another story. Right. So we're all done the wings, and there's a, like a bridal party beside us. <clears throat> so everyone's kind of schmoozing, and you know, we had a couple beers. Everyone's feeling good, and then uh, Fred and Dan are still hungry. So the people beside us. Don't finish their wings. So Dan and Fred start <laughs> looking for more food, which is fine. So they said, help yourself. We're not eating these wings. So now Dan and Fred, now you're my team, you know, is looking like, what? Hold on. So now they're eating the wings from the other table. Oh. It gets better. So, so the great Dan Duran and Fred Patterson are now eating off another table. Nobody, you know, nobody at the other table knew who we were or anything like that. So my guys are looking at me like, that's a bit weird, but whatever. Right. And, oh, no, but now they have cake, right? So there's some extra cake. So now Dan and Fred are eating the cake <laughs> off of the other table at some bridal shower <laughs> at Pearl Jacks. So when I see my buddies still that I'm in touch with after hockey, they ask about Fred and how's Dan doing? Are they still eating well? <laughs> So they went from stardom to greedy uh, bastard. 
Love that well, story, neighbor John. There no, you anytime you have a, um, a, well, I guess it would be a uh, neighbor John on Fred Plus story. Just send there's, me a note. There's more of them. They're not as good as Fred balls, but they're they're there. There's a few of them. <laughs> if in this again, normally when I'm talking to an OG Hundy P, because I'm going to talk to a bunch, and this is going to be a, a little series. Well, uh, well, your buddy Fred's already in the Dominican Republic, but. They're taking a couple of weeks off here and there during the uh, winter because uh, Howard's going to do some traveling. My, usually this is the moment where I say, neighbor John, I'm going to shut up and lean back and you're going to address Humble and Fred. Is there anything you'd like to say to Humble and Fred? So just pretend like you don't have like instant access to Fred Patterson, okay? <laughs> By the way, what's your relationship like with Howard? Um, are you guys friendly? Because I always hear neighbor John, of course, living next door to Fred. But uh, right. we haven't talked much about the humble one. Uh, what's your relationship like with humble? Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, he doesn't live next door. Um, <laughs> so my interaction with Howard has been been to a golf tournament. Very impressive. Um, oh yeah, he's good at that, right? I mean, I'm yeah, I'm a hockey guy. Back to Long Branch Lakeshore, right? right? I'm a hockey guy, so golf sort of was like. Okay, when you can't play hockey anymore, you can golf. Right. But um I you know, I went out with them. It was a media tournament, you know, fancy stuff and I just remember I'm going up to the uh, tee box and grabbing my club. I'm left-handed, of course, hockey guy. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and and he actually Oh, I got to let me Hey, how about that? Likely spam. Anyways. <laughs> so how do I turn that? That's okay. We couldn't yeah. hear it anyway. So okay, it's no problem. So um, anyway, he grabbed the left-handed club and he hit it farther than I could ever dream of. And he's a right-handed player, so <laughs> pretty impressive. Um, went to a couple of functions. Wish I could recall anniversary shows, Christmas shows. Um, always, uh, always great to me. Um, hung out at the studio. Um, they had me on the show for that weight loss, uh, thing. Um, I've been on with Fred for, rink, you know, skating rink, building lessons, et cetera, et cetera. So fantastic. It's just the thing with Fred is, you know, <clears throat> I would just text him games on and yeah. 30 seconds later, my dog's trying to eat him at the door, which is another issue, <laughs> but we have wiener dogs. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of changed our relationship a little bit when <laughs> I think Fred got uh, I won't say mauled, but uh, Ennis and Stella are our wiener dogs, and Stella gets a little angry sometimes. Oh, that's funny. Uh, that's not the first time Fred had an issue with a with a wiener. So. Just little dogs, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and wieners. All right, here's your moment again. Pretend like you can't just call Fred at a whim here, but if you could uh, leave a message here that Humble and Fred will listen to, because I'm hoping they will. What would you say, neighbor John? Well, it's uh, it's great. It's great for me, even knowing Fred. It's totally outside of my uh, circle profession, and uh, you know what? The Leith has a Leith where I was born in Scotland has a motto. It's called Persevere, and I would label those two guys with Persevere from Leith, Scotland, any day of the week. And I'm <clears throat> so proud to be buddies with them. 
And by the way, we were friends, and I didn't realize it was Fred. <laughs> so, oh, okay. So, uh, <laughs> it didn't come up in the conversation. Like I say, it's like if I travel with them, it's like planes, trains, automobiles, and you can figure out who I am. <laughs> and, uh, and those aren't pillows. <laughs> So yeah, I'm just so proud of them that they kept at it and uh, they're having some success and, you know, I wish them all the best. Well, now I need to ask you because I normally I would, that would be it for me, except now that you said that I need to know like, okay, so you're friends with your neighbor and you're getting along. And at this point, I guess you don't know what he does for a living. And how, like, what is that moment like when he slips it into the conversation or you realize, oh, this guy's on Toronto radio every morning. Right. And. Uh, it's not, it wasn't in my world other than, you know, in high school, you either listen to, won't say the other radio station or you listen to, you know, well, you can say yeah, it. Uh, Q107, right? Yeah. Either, yeah. 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 You either had a mullet or you were shaved head. One of the two, right? Right. <laughs> right. Right. So um, I knew of them. Um, I was more of, uh, I, I guess in, in my younger days, I, I listened to the, a lot of music as I got older, I think similar to Fred, I, I was like a, a news junkie. I would listen. I, I worked at Dominion, you know, where Dominion was on the West Mall, get out at midnight, and I listened to talk radio all the way home. And I was sort of a talk guy um, just because I would just get bored. Uh, there's a time for music. It's a party. And there's a time, you know, time for everything. So um, basically it was reversed for us. Um <clears throat> Fred actually came over to me and asked if I was somebody um, where the lease worked. Um, we were in the goalie mask business for a short time and it was actually reversal. Fred actually came over to me and said, are you John Liddell? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which was really, really strange. <laughs> and then, then we kind of put it all together. Yes, that's me. And, and Fred's the guy on the radio. Yeah. So it all kind of worked out. So, Love it. Neighbor John, I think uh, the the other OG Hundy Peas and then just the regular Hundy Peas. Because now, <laughs> you know, we're differentiating. So people like you right, who have been right. there from the beginning, you're OG Hundy Peas. But, you know, if, oh. even the unemployed years, I was there to listen. <laughs> well, hey, uh, that's awesome. And long may they run. And thank you, Neighbor John, for this. This was a great chat. Thank you very much, Mike. I appreciate it. All the best. This OG Hundy P Spotlight episode of Humble and Fred was proudly brought to you by Bodog, the Retirement Sherpa, Tim Niblett, the Chambers Plan, Aaron Ventures, EVNet.ca, and GoDaddy. I'm Toronto Mike. You can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Toronto Mike. You can visit my blog, torontomike.com. Or you can subscribe to my podcast, Toronto Miked. Peace and love. <laughs>